0: Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm known as The Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, thewebalchemist.net, at YouTube and Facebook, Jan Shaw, The Success Alchemist, and on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw. Today is the 12th of June, 2021, and the title of today's show is Good News, Trap." And boom's coming. So I'm going to start by giving you the good news that uh, is published on Telegram, actually twice a week. But in time for my Saturday show, of course, I can only give you the Wednesday update. The other update is done on a Sunday, so that will be tomorrow. So let's see what's being said here. And this is um, in partnership with Good News of the Week. And it starts, two of the most effective weapons in psychological warfare are discouragement and demoralisation. If they can discourage and demoralise you, you will likely stop fighting. That is why we want to encourage you twice a week that we are winning on many fronts. So Good News of the Week, June 9th, 2021. Number one, Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat, West Virginia, has announced that he will vote against Democrats sweeping election reform bill for the People Act. He has faced expected Democrat backlash for this, but he is not being swayed. Number two, as of Wednesday afternoon, 80% of the ballots have been counted in the Maricopa County, Arizona audit. Number three, delegates from six states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Colorado, Arkansas, Virginia and Nevada have already visited the Arizona audit facility. Delegates from other states will tour the facility later in the week. Number four, several people have been subpoenaed in Fulton County, Georgia for their activities in the 2020 election. These include Ruby Freeman, who was caught on tape Scanning ballots multiple times, and her daughter Shay Moss, who told GOP observers to go home, and then pulled suitcases of ballots out from under a table. And I don't know if you remember, but um, Ruby Freeman was caught red-handed um, bragging on on Facebook about how she had cheated in the um, fraud- in fraudulently scanning these ballots um doing it for Biden so she's got a lot to answer for number 5 the georgia gop approved a resolution to censure secretary of state brad raffensburger for failing to perform his duties and for undermining the security of the 2020 election in georgia number 6 texas governor greg abbott signed a bill into law that increased the penalty for intentionally altering ballots or election reports to a second-degree felony. These crimes can now land people in jail for up to 20 years. Number seven, the border town of McAllen, Texas, which is 85% Hispanic, elected their first Republican mayor in 24 years. Republicans also held two other mayoral seats in the DFW area and had major wins in DFW area school board races amid a raging battle over critical race theory. Number eight, President Trump was back in campaign mode at the North Carolina GOP state convention Saturday, and millions of people tuned in to watch. Compare that with the number of people that watched Biden. More than 2 million watched on RSBN and 1.8 million watched on Newsmax. You can watch the full speech on rsbnetwork.com. Number nine, social media censorship and bans have not hindered President Trump from getting his messages out. According to a New York Times analysis, 11 of his 89 statements after the bans have attracted as many likes or shares as before he was banned. Number 10, the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously ruled that immigrants who entered our country illegally and then were granted temporary protected status are not eligible to apply for green cards to remain in the U.S. permanently. If someone enters the U.S. illegally, they will not be rewarded with permanent citizenship. Something good coming out of the U.S. Supreme Court for a change. Number 11, Kamala Harris travelled to Guatemala to discuss the border crisis with their president. She was greeted with huge banners of Kamala, Trump won, Kamala go home, and Kamala mind your own business. Guatemala's president blamed Biden's change in Trump's message for the rapid border crisis. 12, the criminal investigation into New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's cover-up of COVID-19 deaths at state nursing homes continues. Federal prosecutors have subpoenaed communications, contracts and documents used during the pitching process of his memoir to aid their investigation. Thirteen, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis continues to protect individual rights. He threatened to enforce Florida law on cruise companies which would fine them $5,000 every time they asked for proof of vaccination. This forced Royal Caribbean to change its stance. You may now sail with them unvaccinated. Um, just to insert something here, I don't know if you've seen it, but the first fully vaccinated cruise had two people uh, test positive for COVID-19. Interestingly, it just goes to show, you know, that... This so-called vaccine definitely does not provide any immunity whatsoever. Fourteen, Governor DeSantis went on the offence and signed two bills that will combat the influence of foreign adversaries. One bill bans Confucius Institutes on university and college campuses and the other creates new criminal offences for the theft and trafficking of trade secrets. Fifteen, the United Nations has suspended Iran's voting rights after it failed to pay $60 million in dues. So that's the good news for the week. Now, in terms of what I'm going to focus on today, um, the usual suspects, actually, uh, obviously the election fraud and the audit situation and the COVID stroke vaccine updates as well. But we've also had a few other things. I'll just mention them quickly. I'm not going to go into detail about them. Um, Mentioning the good news about Kamala being in Guatemala and how she was um, rather short with an interviewer who was saying, but you haven't been to the border. And she was saying, we've been to the border, we've been to the border. And she really made a fool of herself. And there have been clips strung together of of her speech, I think this was in Guatemala, just talking about root causes, root causes. Instead of going to the border and reinstating all the policies that Trump had done, um, she's going to Guatemala, who obviously don't want her, same with Mexico, and doing absolutely no good whatsoever. The other thing is we've got the G7, in Cornwall, England, going on. And Biden is just being shown to be the clown that he is. Um, He was trailing behind the rest of the so-called world leaders who were accompanying the Queen. Um, You know, there was an article, Britain, sorry, United States comes last because he was at the back and there was another very bizarre episode where the uh Biden was in this area with where the BBC uh reporters were sat and he was asked you know how are the how are the meetings going in Cornwall and he didn't get the question the first time and then he just said very good and then Jill Biden hurries up and says, come on, come on, come on, grabs him by the hand and and takes him off. And the the place erupts in laughter. So, you know, it's very interesting how I still say this is a movie playing out. And, um, you know, I also had a I mean, Biden is being shown up, basically. I also had a thought about this in that, you know, Biden isn't the real Biden. We know that. And I think the White Hats put the false Biden in place before the election to say, we know what you're doing and planning. Stay in your basement because that will expose the absurdity of your winning with 81 million votes. And, you know, this is this has continued in terms of um, Biden being shown up as being completely ineffectual, can't answer questions posed by anybody other than the fawning mainstream media fake news and I think you know this is just one of the tools in the battle to show the depth of corruption and fraud that has gone on so We're going to have the the proof coming out. These are the booms coming. The proof coming out about the election fraud. We've got the booms coming out more and more about Fauci fraud and this, um, you know, complete scandemic that was used for political purposes. We've also got, got even more booms coming out about the vaccine And I'm going to be sharing about that as well. And also the latest thing, which is very interesting, is to do with um, Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff. And before I get into that, I just did want to add in that uh, Texas has got so um, fed up with Biden's border policies that they've now said they're going to be arresting illegal immigrants and they're also going to be building the rest of the wall on the Texas border themselves. And Greg Abbott, the governor, has asked for support from the Arizona governor and others to help with, you know, making these arrests and capturing these illegal immigrants that are bringing in the drugs the human trafficking etc etc so it's interesting to see how the states are now standing up and doing what the constitution intended them to do which was to safeguard their own uh, state their own people um, regardless of what the federal government is dictating so It's really good to see that. And we're seeing more and more people stand up. We're seeing parents going to the school boards and saying that this critical race theory teaching is not acceptable. And that, you know, they are going to be voting these people out that that are promoting this. Um, We're seeing them stand up to the mask mandates. The people are really standing up now for their rights which is absolutely wonderful and which is what q was always talking about and i think this is the the principle of the q movement it's to give the power back to the people and this is what trump ran on which is why he was <clears throat> so supported and how he really did win in a landslide in 2020 because he's standing for the people instead of the corrupt politicians that are only in there for their own self-interest so okay I'm gonna move on to what I announced I'm going to talk about this Schiff and Swalwell phone record um news has just come out and this is why um i'm referring in the title to trapped so this is an article from we love trump and it's dated yesterday the doj seized metadata from schiff and swalwell in connection to russia probe leaks they sure deserved it a lot of msm outlets are decrying this as some horrible infringement on their rights but they seem to forget the horrible infringement on rights Dems created with the whole Russia hoax. Many say that Swalwell and Schiff are some of the most corrupt Dems there are. Swalwell allegedly slept with a Chinese spy, and Schiff is one of the people at the forefront of attacks on President Trump. Neither of these two is innocent, and neither of the two deserve any tears from anybody because they had some of their data used to investigate wrongdoing they are both suspected of. Take a look, and this is a tweet from Carrie, thank you Georgia, uh, at Brunahild. The records of at least 12 people tied to the committee were seized in 2017 and 2018, including of representative Schiff, according to committee officials. Two other people briefed on the inquiry. Representative Swalwell said in an interview that he had also been notified that his data had been subpoenaed. And it's got a link to the New York Times. Hunting leakers, the Justice Department under the Trump administration, took the extraordinary step of subpoenaing lawmakers' communications records. And there's a video from MSNBC, Adam Schiff rips Trump DOJ. And, of course, he's not a happy chappy. The Associated Press reports the records of at least 12 people connected to the intelligence panel were eventually shared, including Chairman Adam Schiff, who was then the top Democrat on the committee. California Rep. Eric Swalwell was the second member, according to spokeswoman Natalie Edelstein. The records of aides, former aides and family members were also seized, including one who was a minor, according to the committee official. Apple informed the committee last month that their records had been shared, but did not give extensive detail. The committee is aware, though, that metadata from the accounts was turned over, the official said. The records do not contain any other content from the devices like photos, messages or emails, one of the other people said. The third person said that Apple complied with the subpoena, providing the information to the Justice Department and did not immediately notify the members of Congress or the committee about the disclosure. And there's another tweet here from Daily Mail US. Adam Schiff says Trump broke rules brought in after Watergate when DOJ secretly seized Apple data from him and Eric Swalwell. The Russia probe, this is Terry uh, tweeting at Sicilian 1926, the Russia probe was nothing but a constant stream of leaks, possibly some from Eric Swalwell himself. And yet he demands to know where the leaks came from on his relationship with a Chinese spy, The Russia leaks were fake news. The Swalwell leaks are truth he is deflecting. And CNN had the typical left-wing MSM reporting on the issue. Prosecutors in the Trump administration Justice Department subpoenaed Apple for data from the accounts of House Intelligence Committee Democrats, including Chairman Adam Schiff along with their staff and family members as part of a leak investigation an intelligence committee official and a source familiar with the matter confirmed to CNN. Rep. Eric Swalwell of California, another Democrat on the committee, told CNN's Don Lemon on Thursday evening that he was notified that his data had been seized as part of the probe as well. The leak hunt began with the FBI sending a subpoena to Apple in February 2018, which included a gag order seeking metadata on more than 100 accounts as part of an investigation into the disclosure of classified information, the person familiar with the matter said. The gag order was renewed three times before it expired this year and Apple notified the customers. The House Intelligence Committee determined that along with members of the panel and staff, the dragnet collected the records of family members, including at least one minor, the person said. Records seized included those from staff members who had nothing to do with issues related to Russia or former FBI Director James Comey, including Schiff's personal office staff, a House Intelligence Committee source told CNN. So what's the response from the Democrats? This is Gateway Pundit. Just in, the Senate. Senate Democrats demand Bill Barr Jeff Sessions testify about DOJ seizure of Apple data from House Dems. This was published yesterday. Senate Democrats are now demanding former Attorneys General Bill Barr and Jeff Sessions testify about the seizure of Apple data from House Democrats. According to the New York Times, the DOJ under Trump subpoenaed Apple for data from Democrat House intelligence committee members and aides in their hunt for leakers. The records were seized in 2017 and 2018, but prosecutors were unable to tie anyone to leaks. Speaker Pelosi on Thursday called for an investigation and said the data seizure is an egregious assault on our democracy waged by the former president. House Intel Chairman Adam Schiff said the seizures... Suggests the weaponization of law enforcement by a corrupt president. This is rich coming from Democrats who use the might of the FBI and CIA to illegally spy on President Trump. Senate Democrat leaders, with Chuck Schumer leading the charge, are demanding Barr and Sessions testify. Schumer and Durbin said the Trump era attorneys general must testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee and are subject to a subpoena if they refuse the AP reported so they are panicking about this <clears throat> and the other thing that some commentators have said in the um a non-community is that they're walking into the trap and this is why again I talked about in the title trapped because if they get sessions and bar to testify isn't that going to bring out all the justification for this and you know put these leakers literally in the public eye and um, hold them accountable. And the other thing people are saying, you know, there are a lot of people questioning whether Barr was a white hat or not. And what they're saying is if the Democrats are going, or and the deep state, of course, are going after Barr so hard, then that suggests that he is a white hat. Otherwise, if he was one of them, they wouldn't be worried about it. And of course, Q in in his or should I say, in their drops, was saying trust sessions. So, you know, I think we're we're going to be seeing a lot of booms coming, because of all of this. And there's even a report from ResistTheMainstream.org. Um, Ex-FBI agent Peter Strzok suspected top Democrats of leaking sensitive Trump-Russia information to the media. Um that's quite a long report. I won't read that. Um, but it's also being linked to the Durham report. And because the subpoena was repeatedly renewed right up until uh, earlier this year, that suggests that there's been a lot going on in terms of this Investigation that is all happening behind the scenes, and as as Q has said, just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean it isn't happening, and I think so much of this is going on behind the scenes. this is why I could repeatedly say, you know trust the plan, trust the plan, feel the progress that's being made, you know stand back and look at it and think, well we've got all of these things coming through now and When you're taking down a global Illuminati, cabal, deep state, whatever you wish to call it, then it's going to take a long time and you have to get all your ducks in a row and the T's crossed and the I's dotted. So, you know, patience is a virtue and it's not as if we're not seeing anything. We're seeing a lot of things happening. And it's really interesting to see what's going on with the election audit. So I'm going to move on to that now because this is hotting up tremendously. So I just want to give a kind of generalised introduction to this topic, which is obviously in the forefront. Uh, Trump has said he caught them all. He has it all. And his approach is to make sure that there's an airtight case that follows the rule of law. And the storm is all of it coming together. And we're seeing that the Arizona audit may be the key that will unlock audits from many other states. And we've seen how many representatives from the states, legislators and so on, have visited this showcase, um, complete forensic audit, that is due to be showing up many, many discrepancies that the Democrats have been so desperate to cover up. Um, and this, I think, comes from X22. We just need three states to decertify the electoral votes. And that would put Biden with less than 270 electoral votes. Um The Constitution, the 12th Amendment, each state, if if they do decertify, each state gets one vote and the vote of the president of the Senate, which unfortunately is Kamala Harris. But Trump would be president again. And so the various legal teams um, with Mike Lindell and um, Byrne and Sidney Powell and so on. Patrick Byrne, that is the, his first name, escape me for a moment. Um, they're all working together, gathering all the evidence. And of course, Trump said, I caught the swamp. Nobody else could have done it. And then we had Mike Lindell put out his third video, Absolute 9 to 0, which is what I mentioned last week. And I actually did get a chance to, um, to listen or watch it all. And what was being reported was packets of data recorded in real time. And the fact that you cannot um, get these logs retrospectively. But my question, and and he had a, a cyber expert who was pixelated out to protect his identity. Um, mentioning about how great it was that somebody recorded this so my question is and this is a rhetorical question because I don't have an answer who was it that had access to be able to capture and record that data Um, nothing is was said about that Um, was it the white hats it only mentions someone so perhaps knowing that this election fraud was going to be perpetrated they made sure in advance that there was somebody who was recording this so that the proof would be there the introvertible or whatever proof would be there and that's why Mike Windell is saying that the 9-0 relates to the Supreme Court having no alternative but to vote to to hear the case 9-0 to so we'll wait and see um interestingly as well the senators have asked for scota supreme court travel records for the last 10 years and perhaps this is a precursor to the um presentation of the case to the supreme court in terms of overturning the election results because we know that um Several of the votes relating to election cases have been very questionable. And uh, Chief Justice Roberts, we've had quite a bit of information suggesting that he is corrupt. He is a pedophile. This came from Mike Lindell, of course. So perhaps they are um, looking at or looking for evidence that these Supreme Court judges have been influenced by um, donors and uh, having expenses paid, travel expenses paid, and so on, so that that, any bias can come out prior to any uh, cases being presented to the Supreme Court. So I'm going to start with the latest update from kelly ward who's the head of the gop in arizona because the arizona audit is as i said a few minutes ago it really is the key so this is reported by resist the mainstream it was uh yesterday watch gop chairwoman kelly ward gives update on maricopa county audit and i really like this lady she's got a lovely energy about her And uh, she's not going to take any shit from anybody. Arizona GOP chairwoman Dr. Kelly Ward is providing a major update on the audit and what comes next. On Thursday, it was revealed that a whopping nine state delegations will tour the Maricopa County audit facility on Friday. Ward, who threatened that there could be arrests of people who are refusing to comply, says the audit could be completed much sooner than expected. And... um, It actually includes the video, but I'm going to read the transcript to you, which is in this article. Hello, everyone. Welcome to America's Audit Update from the Republican Party of Arizona. I'm your chairwoman, Dr. Kelly Ward. Exciting news today. I want to share with you my first-hand experience touring the site of operations for the full forensic audit of the 2020 election ballots in Maricopa County, As you've heard here in prior updates, individuals and elected representatives from many states are touring the audit and are looking at the possibility of taking Arizona's lead and auditing their own election results. My tour, including an in-depth briefing from the auditing team as to their progress to date, and a close-up tour of the facilities, was simply amazing. I can report firsthand that America's audit is in great shape and the process is proceeding efficiently and quickly. Now let's be clear, this is no ordinary take a ballot and run it through the same machine again audit. What the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors wants to call an audit. This is a comprehensive forensic audit that's looking at last November's election from every conceivable perspective. A full hands-on evaluation and hand count and additional evaluation using the latest technology available. In fact, it was great to see the impressive, impressive organisation of the audit. When I was there, less than three pallets of November ballots remained to be hand-counted. The next phase will be to convert many of the hand-counting stations to digital imaging stations that conversion process actually has already begun. They expect that the actual ballot counting will be completed in the very near future, maybe even by June 14th, the president's birthday. Now, that's a very interesting milestone date, isn't it? (laughs) Maybe he's going to get a birthday gift. (laughs) Although there are many duplicated ballots that have yet to be evaluated, the high-tech imaging process is really impressive and it's going to take some additional time to do it and to do it right. The imaging looks at the paper being used for the ballots and identifying it. They also look at the actual alignment of the printing of the ballots from the front to the back to see if there are any discrepancies or errors and they even go so far as to evaluate the little oval that's filled in by voters to see how it was done. Security is rigorous. It is rigorous to the extent that the entire time that I and my husband Mike we're in the building, there was always a security person accompanying us. Outside the Coliseum, the Arizona Rangers are providing around-the-clock security and limiting access to only those who are approved to enter the facility. Chain of custody is a priority. OK, not like when they were at the Maricopa County Tabulation Center. Every time a box of ballots is moved, it's recorded on the chain of custody documents. And there is armed security overseeing everything there all the time. America's audit is in great hands. In fact, the audit is everything that the Democrats say it's not. It's professional, it's secure, it's efficient, it's state of the art and it's completely non-partisan. More importantly, it is 100% transparent. So nice update there from Kelly Ward. Then today we have an article from Gateway Pundit. Eight boxes remain. Hand recount nearly finished. Huge discrepancies expected. No ballots equals no victory. And this is uh, published this morning, actually. It was published this morning. The awe-inspiring full forensic audit of Maricopa County's 2020 election will resume at 8 a.m mountain time, with only eight ballot boxes remaining to count. Only the boxes on the forklift have yet to be counted. Boxes on the sides may have discrepancies, but we have not confirmed this. They are reportedly finding severe discrepancies in the ballot totals, up to 20% of ballots missing in some cases. If we do not find the exact number of ballots that Maricopa County election officials certified, There are serious issues. On Bannon's war room yesterday, Eric Greeton said if they don't have the ballots in Arizona, they don't have the victory. And that's uh, a link to the Gateway Pundit. Again, um, a different article which includes that interview. Christina Bob reported on OANN that if we do not have all of the certified ballots, this proves either fraud or gross negligence comprised this election. And it shows the tweet that she put out. Yesterday, five states performed a full walkthrough of the process, including Michigan, Utah, Oklahoma, Washington and Georgia. Um, Four were reported below, and that's a tweet from Audit War Room. Uh, Today, we are expecting a large crowd from Wisconsin, a state that Biden won by just over half a point to tour the facility. Wisconsin is one swing state that saw a mysterious and unexplained drop of ballots late at night on election night that gave the election to Joe Biden. And breaking six Wisconsin Republican lawmakers and their staff planned tour of Arizona audit floor on Friday. And it's talking about freight train of state delegations coming Friday. That's again a Gateway Pundit article. These lawmakers will tour the concluding hand count process. We can expect even more forensic ballot imaging stations to be propped up throughout the day and next week. At these stations, ballots are checked for accurate folds, fakes, possible machine printed ballots or anything out of the ordinary. Neither of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors' audits covered these aspects because neither of the Board of supervisor audits looked at a single ballot. This epic process will come to a final conclusion in the coming weeks. Until then, all states need to hustle to visit Arizona's audit before it's over or before it gets messy. And there is also an article here which I want to share with you Um, Again, Gateway Pundit, it's um, embedded within this article. Arizona lawmaker responds to A.G. Garland. You will not touch Arizona ballots or machines unless you want to spend time in Arizona prison. And this is what I was saying earlier about the states pushing back against this attempt of uh, attempted federal interference in the election audits. And the article says earlier on Friday, the Biden Department of Justice warned state lawmakers that if they proceeded to audit fraudulent elections, they will be targeted by the Biden administration. That's interesting, isn't it? Obviously, they're afraid that the fraud will be revealed. The U.S. Constitution specifically gives the power to the states to regulate federal elections as they see fit. You would think the Attorney General of the United States would know this. Following the threats by the Biden regime, former fighter pilot and Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers warned Merrick Garland to stay in his lane. And Wendy Rogers tweeted, you will not touch Arizona ballots or machines unless you want to spend time in an Arizona prison. Maybe you should focus on stopping terrorism. The Justice Department is one of the most corrupt institutions in the USA. And that was in response to Disclose.tv announcing what Attorney General Merrick Garland had said, that the Justice Department will scrutinise any post-election audits for evidence of voting law violations. They really are not running scared. Uh, More from Senator Wendy Rogers. Um, Again, a tweet. The free state of Arizona will not tolerate this federal meddling. And this is in response to Matthew Esteperno, Esquire, on Twitter. A source tells me Merrick Garland and the DOJ are weighing two options. One, shut down the Arizona audit by seizing everything now, or two, allowing the results to be published. They are debating the anger of 72 million voters and the rest versus the potential decertification of multiple states. And then the last article I want to share with you on this, again, Gateway Pundit, published yesterday, breaking exclusive, huge, ballot printing companies better lawyer up. 2020 ballots were modified in multiple Republican areas, forcing adjudication and potential fraudulent vote switching. And it's got an image of um, this target area uh, for... Are recording the ballots cast and on the ones that are sent to the Democrat areas, it's aligned. The ones that are sent to the Republican areas is are misaligned. The article says it's in the ballots. Now the printers of the ballots are in the hot seat. They better lawyer up. It appears that ballots in Republican areas were printed differently than in Democrat areas, which caused more Republican ballots to go to adjudication and potentially be recorded as Biden votes. We reported in December that inventor and data expert Jovan Hutton Pulitzer identified a pattern in Georgia where Republican district ballots were printed differently than Democrat district ballots. The Republican areas ballots were set up where a large proportion, large percentage, would go to adjudication. This allowed unknown individuals to record all the ballots for Biden. And it's got a, another embedded article, Raffensburger gets caught. Georgia ballots were printed differently for GOP areas versus Dem areas. Election was rigged. Yesterday, this same situation was discussed off Steve, on Steve Bannon's war room pandemic. In Antrim County, Michigan attorney Matt DePerno provided a double bombshell update to his case relating to that county's November 3rd, 2020 election and its voting machines and ballots from Dominion Voting Systems. On December 4th, 2020, DePerno, on behalf of his client, William Bailey, successfully received a court's permission to forensically audit the, audit the county's Dominion machines using the, the November 3rd, 2020 Antrim County elections. DePerno had to fight off legal attempts to stop the public disclosure of this data from both the radicalised Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, Democrat, and the so- Soros-backed dishonest and equally radical Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, Democrat. Nessel filed a lawsuit which Benson signed on to to stop the release of this information. On December 13th, the night before DePerno's emergency hearing to get permission to release his forensic auditor's report, A.G. Nessel tweeted a warning shot directed specifically... At lawyers who practice in Michigan, letting them know that their oath prevents them from filing unjust and/or frivolous actions, or from misleading the court. DePerno was granted permission by the court at an emergency hearing on December fourteenth to release the findings of that report. DePerno's audit team, the Allied, Secure, the Allied Security Operations Group. Uncovered and exposed, among other things, that the Dominion voting machines used in that 2020 election were set at a 68.05% error rate, when the allowable election error rate is 0.0008%. These erred ballots were forced out of the counting system and into the adjudication manual review by an individual who decides which candidates the ballots report as voting for. The Dominion system does not record who made the decision and when and does not mandate that at least two individuals sign off on the decision, one from each major party. So this is a pretty long uh, article, which I don't have time to go through completely. But you get the gist that, you know, all these different ways that they were um, rigging this election are all coming out, and of course the the Democrats, the deep state, are scrambling to try and stop this evidence from uh, coming out and proving the level of the election fraud. I just want to share a couple of other things that um, I found on Telegram this week. This is from Matthew Esteperno. I've already mentioned him before in the other article. We have been lied to. The Antrim County Election Management System, EMS, was remotely and successfully logged into anonymously on the 5th of November 2020 at 5.55pm and again on the 17th of November at 5.16pm. Yes, that is correct, remotely. Those dates are significant because they correspond directly to the dates the county and uh, Secretary of State were trying to correct the intentional computer problems that subverted the election. These logons appear to have escalated privileges at the time of logon, again remotely. But we were told there was no internet connection. In an accredited system, an anonymous user should not be authorised by the accreditation authority but would instead be required to enter a specific username and password to utilise the system. We were told there was no internet connection. We were told there was no remote access. We were told this was human error, all lies. This is fraud. This decertifies the Antrim County election. Secretary of State Benson should resign or be impeached. And then we've got a follow-up post by, this is Kanakoa the Great. Uh, Matt DiPerno isn't the first person to claim that people are gaining remote access to the voting machines. In Georgia, 20-year election worker Susan Voiles claimed Dominion tech specialists operated remotely on her and her team's ballot marking devices and poll pads after the team experienced some technical problems with the machines. They operated remotely on both the ballot marking device and on the poll pads. It's not a stretch of the imagination that the entire state of Georgia's election was connected to the internet considering the entire state uses Dominion ballot marking devices as their voting machines. Even NBC News said ESNS is using 14,000 modems around the country. Remember, anything that can be remotely accessed is hooked up to the internet and therefore can be hacked. So let's move on to the vaccine situation. And this is again Gateway Pundit's shocking jump in vaccine deaths reported this week at CDC linked VAERS tracking website. This was published today. There are more U.S. deaths related to vaccines in 2021 in less than five months than there were the entire past decade. The number of deaths linked to vaccines this year has absolutely skyrocketed. According to the CDC's own data, in 2021, in the first three months, the VAERS website recorded over 1,750 deaths due to vaccines in the U.S. That number is now at 5,997. The VAERS database contains information on unverified reports of adverse events, illnesses, health problems and or symptoms following immunisation with US licensed vaccines. Reports are accepted from anyone and can be submitted electronically at vaers.hhs.gov. And it's showing a graph with the huge jump in deaths. Uh, there were huge increases over last week. Deaths went up by an additional 700 in a week. Um, there's COVID vaccine data, Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System USA. 329,021 reports through June 4, 2021. Deaths 5,888. Hospitalizations 19,597 urgent care 43891 office visits 58800 and it's showing the statistics also for the different um adverse reactions anaphylaxis bell's palsy life threatening heart attacks myocarditis pericarditis thrombocytopenia low platelet miscarriages severe allergic reaction disabled so we're seeing these reactions absolutely skyrocket and there have been um, articles out there saying that these young people that they're vaccinating now between the ages of 12 to 18, I think it is, particularly in in boys or men, um, are having issues with a swollen heart and, and this myocarditis, pericarditis. And can be quite severely affected by the vaccines, and uh, no surprise really, given all the information that we know that has been kept from most of the public. And on that very subject, we've got an Epoch Times article: CDC to hold emergency meeting over rare post-vaccination heart inflammation. This was from yesterday. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Vaccine Advisory Committee plans to hold an emergency meeting this month to discuss the higher-than-expected reports of heart inflammation in young males following a second dose of the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. The June 18th meeting will address the conditions that are very infrequent and have not been directly linked to the vaccines, the agency announced on June 10th. Of course, as expected, there saying that there's no direct correlation between the vaccine and these conditions well yes something smells off here of course this denial of any issues with the vaccine is also that they can continue to get more and more people vaccinated and as we say often follow the money and then we have um some other interesting news this is epoch times again YouTube suspends Senator Ron Johnson from uploading videos over COVID-19 hydroxychloroquine claims. Senator Ron Johnson was suspended by YouTube and cannot upload videos for seven days, with the Google-owned video sharing platform accusing him of spreading misinformation about COVID-19 treatments. YouTube's arrogant COVID censorship continues, he wrote, in confirming the development. How many lives will be lost as a result? How many lives could have been saved with a free exchange of medical ideas? This suppression of speech should concern every American. And the justification from YouTube. We removed the video in accordance with our COVID-19 medical misinformation policies, which don't allow content that encourages people to use hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin to treat or prevent the virus, the spokesperson said. So... Um, And this is despite thousands of doctors coming out with genuine studies saying that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin do work in um, quick response to COVID-19 where people would improve within hours. So criminal cover up as always. And talking about the good doctors, America's frontline doctors um, has a report and there's no date on this. And it is a bit irritating because I like to know, you know, when these reports are put out. But anyway, urgent British report calls for complete cessation of COVID vaccines in humans. An urgent preliminary report of yellow card data issued by the UK based evidence based medicine consultancy limited submitted to the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, states that the MHRA now has more than enough evidence on the yellow card system to declare the COVID-19 vaccines unsafe for use in humans. Similar to the US Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, The MHRA describes the purpose of its yellow card system as providing an early warning that the safety of a medicine or a medical device may require further investigation. The report, signed by Evidence-Based Medicine Consultancy Limited and EBMC Squared CIC Director Dr Tess Laurie, says we have searched the yellow card reports using using pathology-specific keywords to group the data according to the following five broad clinically rela- relevant categories. Actually, there are six. Bleeding, clotting and ischa- ischemic ADRs, which is adverse drug reactions. Immune system ADRs, pain ADRs, neurological ADRs, ADRs involving loss of sight, hearing, speech or smell, Pregnancy ADRs and it goes on quite a bit. I, I do want to cover a couple of other things, so I won't read the rest of that particular article. I want to move on to a Forbidden Knowledge TV um, article, Nuremberg 2.0. Dr. Rainer Fulmick is the public frontman for an international team comprised of hundreds of lawyers and medical experts. who have have begun legal proceedings over the CDC, the WHO and the Davos Group for committing crimes against humanity. The protocol for the PTR test given by the WHO and the CDC was knowingly set to a level that guaranteed 100% false positives or false negatives. Interesting that we're seeing knowingly a lot, and that was something that was in many of of the QPosts. So there is no pandemic. This is all about getting people to take the shot. Their argument is that we're at the very least being subjected to an illegal experiment and at the worst, global genocide. Dr. Fulmick points out how the experimental jab is in clear violation of all 10 of the Nuremberg Codes which carry the penalty of death for those who violate them. And it then goes on to list them. Number one, voluntary consent is absolutely essential. There should be no intervention or any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion. By definition, a vaccine must provide immunity to the virus, protect recipients from getting the virus, reduce deaths, infections, circulation and transmission of the virus. We are told the experimental jab does none of these, yet they fraudulently call it a vaccine. As far as duress, restraint and coercion, it's everywhere. If you want your life back, get the shot. The experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results unprocurable by other methods. The most fruitful method will be a healthy immune system which can be achieved through good health and natural supplements such as vitamin D, vitamin C and zinc. But the people are not being told this. In fact, those that point it out are being vilified and silenced. Number three. The experiment should be designed and based on the results of animal experimentation. This experimental jab skipped animal testing. Number four, the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. According to official reports, there are already thousands of deaths and over a quarter of a million injuries from this experiment. Number five, no experiment should be conducted where there is an a priori reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur. Past trials have shown a strong possibility that these new spike proteins will cause a body to attack itself. This is known as antibody dependent enhancement, ADE. And recent doctors have blown the whistle that this could end up killing everybody who's been vaccinated in the next two years. Number six. The risk to be taken should never exceed the benefit. COVID 19 has a 98 to 99% survival rate, less deadly than the seasonal flu. The experimental jab is already the most dangerous vaccine in VAERS' 30 year history. Number seven, proper preparation should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, or death. There were no preparations made. There are no facilities. The subject shows up for their shot and goes home. Number eight, the experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. This experiment has been exclusively run by politicians, the media, celebrities and big pharma bureaucrats. Number nine, the subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end. Thousands of medical experts have attempted to end this madness and their voices continue to be silenced. Number 10, the experiment must be brought to an end if resulting in injury or death. And yet the experiment pushes on. Once again, those who violate these international laws are subject to the death penalty. Legal proceedings are moving forward and evidence is being collected. Whistleblowers are directed to contact the international team at securewhistleblower.com. This is likely the biggest crime ever committed against the world population. The question is, do we still have a judicial system to exact justice? And I just want to mention, um, welovetrump.com yesterday published an article, Resources Fight Back Against Employers Who force the C-19 Vax. And if you go to this uh, article, it actually has some downloadable documents that you can use if you're working for a company that is trying to force you into this experimental vaccine so have a look at that and i just want to finish with um reading something put out by relentless truth at lebronson roids and this is very much to do with the people must be shown they cannot be told be honest, before 2020, most of you didn't know a thing about the CDC, the WHO or the NIH. You knew virtually nothing about Anthony Fauci. You most likely didn't know who George Soros was. You didn't care about extremist groups like Antifa. You weren't aware of how mentally ill the younger generations had become. You weren't aware of the racist and bigoted garbage they are being taught in school each day. You weren't aware that social media apps like TikTok are brainwashing tools. You weren't aware of how often the mainstream media blatantly lies to our faces to push a fabricated or false narrative. You weren't aware that globalists, Satanists, the Muslim Brotherhood and Zionists were attempting to infiltrate and destroy our country from within. You weren't aware of the great reset plans the globalists had for us. You probably thought Bill Gates was weird but not a serial killer. You took your freedoms for granted. You knew very little about the Constitution or your own rights. You took the flu shot every year without even thinking because you trusted big pharma would never harm you for profit. You trusted scientists to tell you the truth instead of researching everything yourself. You let yourself become complacent and oblivious to the important things happening around the country. You knew virtually nothing about election integrity or that our votes have been stolen from us for decades. You, must, you most likely knew very little about the connections between half of our government and Congress with the Chinese Communist Party. You most likely weren't aware that the two-party system is actually one party working together from both sides to keep you believing in the illusion of choice. You probably thought Joe Biden was just a silly old man. You probably weren't aware of how horrible Nancy Pelosi is. The list goes on and on, folks. Not everybody is guilty of what I listed, but most are. I've talked about this many times, but we had decades of brainwashing to reverse and it had to happen fast and effectively. Think of how far we've come. Think of how much we've learned. Think of how much humanity has grown collectively God is smiling. We are making him proud. His children are fighting against evil for a brighter future. What a time to be alive. God bless every single one of you. And that really echoes my feeling as well about it's an amazing time to be alive and I feel absolutely blessed to be here watching this whole thing play out. So my usual uh, message is Keep the faith, trust the plan. It's there in front of you unfolding. We are seeing things happen. So this is going to be resolved. I have no doubt whatsoever. So that's all I have time for today. I've actually overrun a little again, but that's my usual thing. So much to share. I do hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you join me next week for another Cosmic Creating show. Uh, just a reminder, you can find me at the successalchemist.net, the webalchemist.net, empowered manifestation, and on social media. So thanks again, and uh, thank you to Nancy for producing. And stay well, be safe, and bye for now. You have been listening to the Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Shaw. A production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper.